Alright, alright, okay, okay, what is up everybody? It is LJ Talks Facts right here, Twitter Facts, like always, of course. Hope you guys are enjoying your Wednesday afternoon so far, I'm doing pretty good. This is my NFL Week 13 predictions of the 2022 NFL season. Week 13, baby. Week 13, right? we're going into December, the first day of December is tomorrow. Because like this season has went by so quickly. I've gotten better with my predictions along the way. I went 12-4. and four with my week 12 predictions so we'll see how i do here in week 13 we got a little bit of a some hard matchups to pick where we have to really think about some of them honestly but there's some kind of easy ones too so all right though let's not waste any more time let's get right into it so the first game of the week right here on thursday night football which is tomorrow we have an afc east matchup between the buffalo bills and the new england patriots and there are two teams that aren't playing this week and i just want to point that out right here that's the Arizona Cardinals and the Carolina Panthers. So those two teams have a bye week. So those two teams will not be playing this week. So now getting back to the Bills and the Patriots, which is tomorrow an AFC's battle to kick off week 13. Both these teams played on Thanksgiving. The Buffalo Bills beat the Detroit Lions 28-25. Uh, I did catch most of that game. With the Patriots, I believe they lost 33-26 to uh, Minnesota, I'm not, if I'm not mistaken. I think it was either 33-26 or 33-27. Let me actually pull it up because I have it right here. It was 33-26. Patriots came very close. Mac Jones did look pretty good, honestly. He honestly looked good. This is why I've been saying about Mac Jones. I don't think I don't think he's a terrible quarterback. I really don't think he's that bad. I think he's very average, but again, like I said, you give him weapons, you give him a decent wide receiver. Like again. Let's say you give him OBJ next year. I think he becomes an elite quarterback. I think he makes him better. Or even if you gave him like an Amari Cooper, even fucking like a Jarvis Landry. You give him any type of decent receivers or even an elite receiver, he becomes a really good quarterback. That's just honestly how I see it. Well, let's just say this. Let's say if Michael Gallup went to the Patriots. Obviously, he's not because the Cowboys extended him, but I'm just saying, let's say he was on the Patriots. He would make Mac Jones a better quarterback because Michael Gallup's an underrated weapon. I'm not saying that because I'm like Cowboys. I mean, look at his highlights. That's all I'm trying to say. That's all I'm trying to say about Mac Jones. You give him a decent receiver, it elevates him. You give him a fucking elite receiver, that completely elevates him. Like, if you give him Stephon Diggs right now, there ain't no stopping him. There ain't no stopping him. I can guarantee you that. But with this matchup right here, I think we're going to see a pretty good game. You know, the Patriots do have a better chance, honestly, because Vaughn Miller is hurt. Thank God it's not a, too bad of an injury because everybody was thinking it was an ACL injury, so it's not. So we'll see when he gets back on the football field, and hopefully he's doing okay, and we'll see him back on the field pretty soon. So the advantage kind of does go to the Patriots. It kind of does go to the Patriots right there because the Bills' defense is a little bit depleted. You know, we know Josh Allen has not been 100% these last few weeks. He's really struggled. Not against Detroit, though. Detroit, he played really good, especially that pass to Stephon Diggs, that Godwin field goal range to Tyler Bass at the game-winning field goal. That was a perfect throw. Perfect. So we'll see how Josh Allen looks in this game against New England now. And, of course, New England's definitely going to want redemption after getting fucking embarrassed in the wild card round last year by the, uh, by the Bills, you know. I'm sure redemption is on their mind. Patriots still very much alive to get into the playoffs. You know, we'll have to wait and see though what happens, though. I would think it's very unlikely they get in. But you never know. It is Belichick. You never know. 
I didn't think they were going to go in last year. They start off 2-4. and four, They want to make it to the playoffs. Finish with like 10-7. Right now they're 65. So they very much could still get in. But with this game right here, I think the Bills are the better team. The Patriots are going to stick around for a long time in this game. But I think in the end, Josh Allen's going to have a great fourth quarter drive. At the end of the fourth quarter, he's going to have a really good end of the fourth quarter drive. And he's going to lead the Buffalo Bills to victory. As the Bills right here will beat the New England Patriots. And the thing is, if you're a Jets fan right here, if you're a Jets and Dolphins fan, like Jets or Dolphins fan, I should say, you need the Patriots to win this game. You really do, honestly. Because you look at the AFC standings right here. The Dolphins, in, the Dolphins are 8-3, the tie with Buffalo. The Jets are 7-4, and four, New England 6-5. and five. If New England was to win, they'd be 7-5, and five, and Buffalo would fall to 8-4. and four. So there you go. And then let's say the Jets beat the Vikings... They would jump ahead of the Bills. But we'll see what happens, though. Is it likely the Patriots can win this game? They do have a chance, honestly. They kind of do have a chance to win this game. But uh, we'll definitely see. We'll definitely see what happens, though. We shall definitely see what happens. But I got the Bills winning this game over the Patriots. So now we get to our first Sunday game right here. We have the Pittsburgh Steelers taking on the Atlanta Falcons. Pittsburgh Steelers are coming off winning on Monday Night Football against the Indianapolis Colts. Kenny Pickett, he looked uh, looked whatever, honestly. I mean, Jeff Saturday made a lot of mistakes, you know, coaching right there back on Monday for the Colts. Definitely looks like a guy that doesn't, you know, have the experience, obviously. Got pretty much exposed, misusing his timeouts and shit. What a nightmare out there in Indianapolis. Just what a nightmare. It seriously is. Got to feel bad for the Colt fans, honestly. And with the Falcons right here, they had a chance to beat Washington back on Sunday. They had a really good drive in the end right there. But Mariota threw a pick. I was like, you got to be kidding me. And Washington prevailed. Washington walked away with a win. Unreal. I mean, the Falcons still have a chance right here because the Bucks. Lost to the Browns on Sunday. If the Falcons would have won, they would have been in first place. They would have been in first place right now. They'd be six and six in first place because the Bucks right now are five and six. Atlanta's five and seven. So Atlanta needs this game right here. They need it. I mean, now they're without Kyle Pitts for the rest of the season. He just went, underwent surgery, uh, I believe, today or yesterday. So hopefully, we see him back stronger than ever next season. Man, the Falcons, man, they could have been such an elite team this season when you want to think about it, but they just can't close out games. They seriously cannot close out games this season. They really can't. They're always choking away and choking away. They should they should legit be one of the best teams in football. When you look at the games that they should have won, they should have won the best records in football, honestly. They really should. They honestly should. But they can't close out games. Their defense has sold them. Mariota has sold them. I mean, I'll give the Falcons credit. They could still make it to the playoffs, honestly. I mean, anybody in the NFC South can still make it. Carolina still has a chance. New Orleans has a chance. I mean, New Orleans' season's basically on the line when they play Tampa on Monday. It's crazy how all those teams still have a chance. It really is. But you want to be serious. You want to be real. The Falcons legit should have ran away with this division. They should have ran away with this division right here. They really should have. And you want to think about it, they really could beat Pittsburgh. They honestly can. But I don't know if they will. I don't think they will, honestly. I don't think they will. 
And, I mean, with Mariota, he really hasn't had, like, that big game other than against, like, Carolina when that game went to overtime. Other than that, Mariota's done, he's done little to nothing. Like I've been saying, he's been what I expected, but I kind of expected him to maybe, like, elevate his game. Even when they beat Chicago, he didn't play that good. And Chicago's defense is completely depleted. And, you know, I mean, they almost, they almost did beat Washington, but that's been everything for Atlanta this year. They've had a lot of close calls. And honestly, if they were able to close out games, again, they would have one of the best records in football. They absolutely would. But they've done it to themselves. They've shot themselves in the foot multiple times this year. I don't know if there's any coming back. I mean, they still have a chance to win the division. They still do. I don't know, though. In the end, though, with this game between the Steelers and the Falcons, I honestly think it's going to be a very boring fucking game. I think it's going to be very low scoring. But in the end, the Steelers... They'll close out this game, and they'll beat the Atlanta Falcons. Next game right here, we have an NFC North matchup. We have the Green Bay Packers and the Chicago Bears. Oh, boy. So the Packers are coming off losing on Sunday Night Football to the uh, Philadelphia Eagles. Aaron Rodgers did get hurt in this game, but Jordan Love, he came in. Didn't look all that bad. The Packers, they fought for the very end. I think they only lost 40-33. to this kid, Jordan Love, he stepped it up against uh, Philly. He really did. Maybe, just maybe, he could be the next big thing for them. You know, you had Favre, then you had Rodgers. Maybe Jordan Love is the guy to step it up for them. Who knows? Just maybe. Just maybe. I don't know, though. Or I said, we don't know if Jordan Love is that guy going forward. You know, I'm sure a lot of people felt the same way about Aaron Rodgers. I mean, they do have similar stories when you want to think about it. Rodgers was drafted late in the first round in 05, and Jordan Love was drafted late in the first round in, what was it, 2020? So, I mean, Jordan Love could, I'm not trying to say, I'm not trying to say he'll be the next Aaron Rodgers, but he's got potential, this kid. He does have potential. He came in, almost stole the game. Almost stole the game for uh, the Packers. Almost did. You know, with the Bears right here, they lost to the Jets. Uh, Justin Fields didn't play. I think it was Trevor Simeon that was the quarterback in this game, whoever the hell it was. I mean, I wasn't really paying attention to that game at all. I know Mike White fucking torched them, which was expected. So we'll see if Justin Fields does play on Sunday. Same thing with Aaron Rodgers. I think whoever's playing QB, whether it's Rodgers for Green Bay or Love for Green Bay or Fields for the Bears or Simeon for the Bears, I'm going with the Packers in the end. Because we know the Packers own the Bears. They've owned them. Many years right here. That's the obvious thing to say. So I got the Packers win this game by a long shot. That's just how I see it. Next game right here, we have the Jacksonville Jaguars taking on the Detroit Lions. So the Jaguars are coming off a pretty huge upset win over the Baltimore Ravens. Well, I shouldn't say it's like a huge win, like they have a chance to make it to the playoffs, unless if they win the rest of the season and you have teams lose out. I mean, anything can happen, but. That was some win for the Jags, honestly. Trevor Lawrence looked really good. You know, people were starting to give Trevor Lawrence a little bit of shit when he was on that bad losing streak. You know, I get it everything. He's still in his second year, but he has showed signs of improvement. Like, there's been a lot of there's been a couple QBs that have shown signs of improvement in their second year. Trevor Lawrence is one of them. Justin Fields is one of them. I would say Mac Jones has kind of, you know, stepped it up a little bit. But of course, you know, out of that QB class, I, mean, I can't judge Trey Lance because he hasn't played a full season just yet, so we'll see what happens to them next year, if he's still a 49er or not. Because I think the 49ers would legit be crazy to trade Jimmy G. 
I seriously think they'd be crazy to do that because the guy fucking wins games. You know, but there's one QB in my eyes that hasn't improved at all. I think in everybody's eyes, they would see it as well. That's Zach Wilson. That's, that's just Zach Wilson right there. That's just how it is. Um, but getting back to this game with the Jags and the Lions, we know Detroit lost on Thanksgiving to the Bills. Very close game. They almost had it. Almost had it. I mean, the Detroit Lions have been a really fun team to watch this year. You know, you would look at them being 4-7. and seven, You wouldn't think it's been, like, such a fun season, but... Detroit's improved a lot, honestly. I still think they're a quarterback away. It's nothing against Goff. I mean, he's played he's played very decent out there in Detroit, but you need a franchise quarterback. You know, I don't think they're going to be able to get a guy like Bryce Young because I don't think they're going to be picking in the top right here. Honestly, they're not going to be picking the top three, top five, it looks like. So maybe they're going to trade for somebody. I, I don't know, honestly. I don't know what their plan is. Maybe they see Goff as their quarterback of the future. I mean, it's nothing against him at all. He hasn't been bad in his first two seasons in Detroit. He's played decent. He hasn't been that bad. He hasn't played like a first overall quarterback like he did for a couple years in LA. You know, but I don't know, maybe he's gonna maybe maybe he will elevate them going forward. Maybe Detroit makes a playoff run next year. Who knows? I don't think it'll happen, but you never know though. Things can happen. Things could change. You just never know. You never know. But with this game right here between the Jags and the Lions, honestly, I think it's going to be a fun game. I think it's going to be a very fun game right here. And to be honest, I'm going to go with the Detroit Lions in this one. I think they'll bounce back after losing to the Bills and look at the win. I mean, Detroit could literally run the table as well and make a run. It's going to be hard, but you know what? Strange things have happened. I guarantee the part would be like a fucking parade if that happens. Oh, my gosh. But I'd be happy for them. Same thing for the Jags if they were on the table and make it. Now, next game right here, we have the New York Jets taking on the Minnesota Vikings. So the New York Jets coming off a huge bounce back win over the Chicago Bears. Mike White throwing 300-plus yards. Listen, I get Jet fans are happy that they won, and you should be happy that you won. But Mike White, honestly, it was against the Bears. I know a win's a win. I understand a win is a win. But you face a depleted, I mean completely depleted defense. The Bears who have nobody on the front line, nobody in their secondary. You basically could have been playing just with no defense on the field. You want to think about it. You want to think about that's what it was like. Let's be real. Now you're facing a Vikings defense right here. And you could say, well, they gave up 40 to the Cowboys. But the Cowboys have a really good offense. And let's not dispute that. It's nothing against the Jets offense. But you're really going to trust Mike White to go out there? I'm not saying the Jets don't have a chance to win this game. The Vikings are only favored by three points. They're only favored by three points, which is not a lot. It's not a lot at all. So the Jets could very much win this game because of their defense. They very much could. And you know what? I was thinking about picking the Vikings in this one. I might have to change it, honestly. But I'm just going to say this to the Jet fans. Mike White, though, he is not that guy going forward. He's just not. Unless if the Jets somehow go on a Super Bowl run and they win it all with Mike White and he plays like he did against the Bears on Sunday, then absolutely I would say he's that guy. But I don't see him being that guy going forward. You know, maybe if he does have a similar game against the Vikings like he did, like he did against the Bears, then I don't know, maybe I'll lean towards him and say maybe he really could be the Jets franchise quarterback in the future? I mean, it's hard to tell. You look at the Jets' schedule the rest of the way. 
You got the Vikings Sunday. You got the Bills the next Sunday. So both games are on the road. You're back home against Detroit and Jacksonville. Those are two games you really should have. And then you're on the road for two games end the season in Seattle and then Miami. So, I mean, they're very much... Could the Jets win all these games? Yes, they could. Honestly, they could with their defense. Yes. Offensive-wise, I don't know. Because the Vikings' defense, it is good. The Bills' defense is good. Detroit's defense is not good. Jacksonville's defense is not that good. Seattle's defense has been good. And Miami's defense has been good. You can say, well, the Jets did put a 40 on Miami. That is true. I don't know, though, guys. I don't know. I honestly... I honestly don't know. Maybe Mike White could be that guy. I'm not trying to completely shit on the guy. I'm not doing that at all. I want to see him succeed. But Jet fans completely like suck him off and say like, Oh, Mike White is that guy. Mike White is that guy. I'm like... I I don't know if that's true though, honestly. I just don't know. I don't know. But you know what? I was going to pick the Vikings in this game. They are coming off a huge bounce back win against New England. Kirk Cousins did look really good on prime time, which is very rare. No, he looked really good, though, in all, in all seriousness. I've given Kirk Cousins a lot of shit. i got to give him a lot of praise for stepping up on prime time. That's what I want to see out of Kirk Cousins, stepping up on prime time, because I don't think he's a bad quarterback. It's just in prime time, the exception of back on Thanksgiving, he crumbles, but I'll give him a lot of credit. He didn't crumble at all, didn't fold under pressure. He was able to keep up. He played a hell of a game, and I'll give him a lot of credit. With this game right here, I think the Jets are going to come out very hungry. I think their defense is going to win them this game. Maybe we'll see some really good signs out of Mike White. You know, we'll see what happens. You're the Jets right here. You need these two games. You could say you could split these two games and be 8-5. and five, But don't you want to be 9-4? and four? It is, The Jets are very capable of winning these two games. They really are. They could beat Minnesota because Minnesota's proven they are beatable. And they've beaten Buffalo already. So you very much could do it. So I changed my pick right I was going to go with the Vikings. I'm going to go with the New York Jets in this one, and they will beat the Minnesota Vikings on Sunday. And I hope they do. I honestly hope they do. Next game right here, we have an NFC East matchup between the Washington Commanders and the New York Giants. So the funny thing is the Commanders are actually favored to win this game. The Commanders have had a hell of a run right now, honestly. They're 7-5. and five. Let's see how many games have they won in a row now. Let me pull it up, actually. Go to the NFC, go to Washington. They have won three in a row, beating Philly, Houston, and Atlanta. I mean, that win against Philly was a statement win. They almost beat Minnesota the week before, too. But ever since Taylor Heineke has came came back as a quarterback for Washington, after Carson Wentz went down, they've won games other than against Minnesota, which is a game they definitely should have won. Washington's really run the table right here. They've ran the table, and they're having a hell of a run. They seriously are. I will say I thought it was very disgusting that the whole thing with Sean Taylor back on Sunday against Atlanta, how it looked like they were going to reveal a statue for him. It turned out to just be a mannequin. I mean, his daughter was happy, Sean Taylor. That's all that matters that the daughter's happy. But I can understand the fans, you know, being upset and everything. You know, they feel like it's spitting in his face. I I could see that. But, you know, if his his daughter's happy, then you should be happy too. I'm just going to say that. So, I mean, Washington, you know, they've won three in a row now. Coming off beating Atlanta, their defense really stepped up because I thought their defense was the worst part of them this season. Their defense is playing like shit at the start of the year. They've stepped it up, honestly. Their defense has been really good. These last couple games, their defense has really stepped it up. 
They've gotten a lot better. The secondary's gotten better. Their front line's gotten better. You know, offensive-wise, we know Taylor Heineke, you know, is a lot like Jimmy G. I've said he's a poor man's Jimmy G, but he does win games. He does. Now the Giants, they've lost two in a row, losing to Detroit and losing to my Cowboys on Thanksgiving. I mean, from what I saw out of the Giants back on Thursday, they just, they are very depleted. That's what they are. They're very, very limited on offense. Their defense... Was was good against the Cowboys, honestly. It's why I get them 28 points. Their defense really wasn't that bad against us. It really wasn't. You know, the Giants' defense, like I've said for many reasons, why they'll win so many games this year, was going to be because of their defense. So you really can't blame the defense for losing to my Cowboys. You really can't do that. That's kind of unfair because the way that Jones played after that first touchdown drive for the Giants when they went up 10-7, to Jones was nowhere to be found. Did not play good. Saquon was contained. The rest of the offense couldn't do anything. You can't blame the defense. The defense can only do so much for you. The defense got two picks against Prescott in the first half. Your defense can only do so much for you. Your offense has to step it up right there. Simple as that. With this game right here, we know Daniel Jones does own Washington. He's owned them since he's come into the league. I don't think I don't believe he's lost to them yet. I don't believe he's lost to them. I believe what is he he's you go back to 2019, that's 2-0, 2024-0. So what is he, 6-0 against them? I don't, I don't believe he's lost to them. Maybe that changes on Sunday because Heineke's starting, so we know this guy just wins games right here. I honestly will say, though, if Washington can knock off the Giants not once but twice, then they're a playoff team because they do play, play the Giants Sunday, then they have a bye week next week, and then they play the Giants at FedEx Field on the 18th. So Washington very much could be 9-5 and five right here. These two games right here are going to determine both teams' seasons because every NFC's team is in a playoff spot. The Eagles have first place in the NFC's, and my Cowboys and then the Giants and Commanders are all in the wild card spots in that order, Cowboys, Giants, Commanders. And the Commanders, they win this game. They take over that second spot. The NFC's just crazy this year, really is. But with this game right here, I think it's going to be a mostly defensive game. I don't think we're going to see much of offense in this game. But honestly, in the end, I think the New York Giants are going to bounce back and win this game. I mean, honestly, if you had to ask me who I want to win, I really have no answer on that one. I'd rather a tie from both teams. I'd rather a tie. But in the end, I think the Giants are the better team. And I think they'll beat the Commanders. I honestly think they should. No matter how depleted they are, I think they should win this game. I really think that. Next game right here, we have the Tennessee Titans taking on the Philadelphia Eagles. So Tennessee Titans are coming off losing to the uh, Cincinnati Bengals back on Sunday. The Eagles are coming off winning on Sunday night against the Green Bay Packers, dropping 40 on them. They almost lost. Almost lost, but in the end, the Eagles got the win. I mean, I see a lot of people out there picking the Titans for this game. I mean... I've always said if you can't contain Derrick Henry, you're not going to win. What did the Bengals do on Sunday? They contained Derrick Henry, and they won that game. And they won that game. It's so weird, though, how people were shitting on the Bengals in the first two games of the season. I mean, granted, they were 0-2, but I didn't think they were dead in the water just yet. I thought they were going to bounce back, and they have. They're 7-4. They're tied with the Ravens for first place. The Ravens have the advantage over them because of a tiebreaker. You know, But we'll talk about the Bengals in just a little bit. Um, with this game though right here I mean obviously I'm rooting for the Titans that's the obvious thing 
You know, and with the Eagles, you can't contain Jalen Hurts. You're not going to win. And you would think teams would be able to see what Jalen Hurts has been doing. It's like it almost it almost seemed like every third down the Eagles had against Green Bay, Jalen Hurts was running at the start of the game. He was running on third down. Green Bay could not stop him. You would think teams would know that's what he's going to do. You have to you have to send the house at him on third down. You have to send everybody at him. Get a safety in there to go after him. I mean, come on. This is obvious right here. The Titans, they better be studying their asses off right here. Because you know on third down, Jalen Hurts is going to be scrambling. Most of, most of the time he scrambles on third down. you got to get him. That's what he's going to do. And I've been seeing like a lot of people saying Jalen Hurts is overrated. I mean, listen. I've always liked Jalen Hurts since he's entered the league. I don't think he's overrated. I don't think he is. I think he's a smart quarterback, honestly. He plays the game smart. He plays the game smart. i got to give him credit. His arm is iffy at times, but overall it's really not that bad. But he knows how to beat you. That's, he's smart. He's a smart quarterback. What else can I say? Can't hate the guy for that. He doesn't play cheap. If you think that's cheap the way he plays, I mean, that's, that's football. I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell you on that one. But with this game right here, though, with the Titans and the Eagles, I, I mean, I really can't agree with people picking the Titans in this game. I'm going to go with the Philadelphia Eagles, sadly. I mean, I hope the Titans can win. But in the end, they got Philly winning this ball game. All right, next game right here, we have the Denver Broncos taking on the Baltimore Ravens. You had to ask me early on in the season, Russ versus Lamar, sign me up for it. Now, no, fuck that shit. I mean, the Broncos, they're coming off losing to Carolina. Back on Sunday, one of the Broncos defensive players was yelling at Russell Wilson. I mean, just what a shit show of a season. I don't, you know, I don't want to like state the obvious, but Jesus, man. I did not think going to the season the Broncos would be this bad. I'm being completely serious. I did not think they would be this bad. Russ has been complete dog shit this year. The whole team overall has been too. Well, I shouldn't say their defense. I shouldn't say overall. That's talking about their defense too. Their defense has not been that bad. Their defense should not be faulted at all. Their offense, though, what good games has Russ had? What, the game against Jacksonville and London? That's it. What are the good games this guy had this season? What else has he done? He's done nothing. He's done absolutely fuck all. What a joke. What a joke, man. The Broncos made a fucking huge mistake doing this. Huge. I don't want, I mean, I don't want to say the obvious, but I mean, oh my God. I mean, at the time, it was, you could say, a good trade. Oh, he elevates the Broncos, he makes them contenders, because he legit did. Because the Broncos have good weapons on their team. They really do. Just a real shame. I mean, obviously, I think Nathaniel Hackett will be gone after the season. I think he'll be gone after his first year. And honestly, like I said, the Broncos should hire a head coach. Go after a guy like Frank Reich, honestly. Really get Russ back into shape. That's what I would do. I mean, you could say Sean Payne, but I don't think he's going to want to go out to Denver. He's going to, go out, he's going to want to go out to a market like L.A. or Dallas. I mean, right now, McCarthy with the Cowboys, I think he's staying. He's the way they're playing this year. With the, with the Chargers, though, with Brandon Staley, because, uh, you know, when I brought up L.A., you thought I was thinking the Rams. No, they're not going to get rid of McVay. They're not going to get rid of McVay at all. He's not at fault for all the injuries and everything. That's not his fault. But I think Staley will be gone no matter what for the Chargers. Payton can go there. But again, with the Broncos, though, I think Frank Wright could be that guy, honestly, for them. I think he can get Russ back into shape. I honestly think he can. 
That's what I would do if I'm Denver. I go after Frank Reich in the off seasons and make something out of it. And with the Ravens right here coming off losing to the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars, very surprising. But the Ravens did it themselves. The Jaguars stay in the game. You, they let them stay in this game. That's on them, the Ravens. You have nobody else to blame but yourself. The game just dragged along and you kept the Jaguars in it. They should have buried them, but they couldn't. Jaguars stayed into the very end. It was a big win for Jacksonville. But I think Lamar's definitely going to bounce back huge in this game. I think Lamar's going to really go off. Because you could tell he was pissed. He was going off on people on Twitter and shit. He's pissed off. He's really pissed off, Lamar. And he, he very much should be. He very much should be pissed off. I think the Ravens are going to bounce back in a huge way right here. I think their defense is going to suffocate Denver. Well, every defense has suffocated Denver this year. I think Lamar's going to have a hell of a game. I think we're going to see a lot of 2019 MVP Lamar in this game. He is going to torch Denver as I'm going with the Ravens to beat the Broncos. And now our last 1 o'clock game right here. We have the Cleveland Browns taking on the Houston Texans as it's the return of Deshaun Watson. So it's almost poetic, I guess, in a way that Deshaun Watson is returning here in the NFL to face his old team, the Houston Texans. Listen, with Deshaun Watson, I know I have not really talked about the Browns this year. I've been very biased towards them because they employ a piece of shit like Deshaun Watson. It's the fucking truth. I can't give them praise. I'm not going to do that. I mean, Deshaun Watson, talent-wise, a few years ago was a great quarterback. Great quarterback. He hasn't played since 2020. And now here we are going to week 13. Now he's finally playing. Honestly, I just... If you're the Browns, if you are the Browns... You are you just have to be completely embarrassed. Given all given this guy all the fucking money right here, $230 million guaranteed. I would rather ride with Jacoby Percent. He didn't play that bad of a game against Tampa, and they won that game with him. I honestly just stick with Percent. Stick with him. I honestly would. I mean, it's going to be, it's going to sound like a playoff environment in Houston, despite how Houston's played this season, only having one win. They're going to give it to Deshaun. I think Deshaun's going to struggle. I think he's going to struggle. He's going to struggle big time in this game. I honestly think he is. And you know what, though? I'm not being biased right here. I really think he's going to struggle. I think the pressure's going to get to him. I know you could say, well, you're facing the Texans. I mean, that's his old team. The fans are going to give it to him. They're not going to praise him when he comes out. They're going to boo him like crazy. They're going to boo him like crazy. And you know what? I'm going to go with a huge upset on this one. I think the pressure is going to be too much for him. I think he's going to throw a couple picks. I think the most yards he'll throw in this game is 200 yards. I think that's the most yards he'll have. Well, I think that's, excuse me, I think that's what his stat line will be. Maybe 200 to 210 with yards. Maybe he'll throw a touchdown. But I think he's going to throw a couple picks, maybe two or three. I think the pressure's just going to get to him. I think the pressure's completely going to get to him. And I'm going to go with an upset win. I think the Houston Texans are going to upset the Cleveland Browns in this game. That's how I see it. I'm going to go with the Texans in this game over Cleveland. A huge upset win. Well, I shouldn't say it's a huge win, but it'll be, it'll be a huge win the Texans fans' eyes. I think it will. So now we get to our first of four, four o'clock games. We have 
an NFC West battle between the Seattle Seahawks and the LA Rams. The Seahawks are coming off back-to-back losses right here, losing to Tampa back in Germany a few weeks ago, and now just recently coming off losing to the losing to the Raiders in overtime back on Sunday. I was very surprised that the fucking Seahawks lost this game to uh I was very surprised that they lost this game to the Raiders, honestly. Very, very surprised. Seahawks definitely should have won. That's just me being honest. They definitely should have won this game against the Raiders. That was tough. That was tough right there. I mean, Geno didn't play all that bad of a game. He played good. The defense just kind of sold for Seattle, honestly. The Raiders just stepped it up. You gotta give them credit. It's kind of a shame that later on in the season, now the Raiders are actually playing some good football when they should have been playing good football all season with the talent that they have, you know, but it is what it is. Um, with the Rams right here, man, I was watching a little bit of that game against the Chiefs back on Sunday. It was just ugly. Fucking Jalen Ramsey got fucking burnt out there. This kid Bryce Perkins, I mean, you can't put any blame on him. It was his first NFL start. He did everything he could, honestly. You can't put the blame on the kid. It was just hard to watch the Rams, honestly, from a team that was so high and mighty. Not only just last year, but the last few years, honestly. Let's be real. Since 2017, the Rams have been one of the best teams in football. Let's be real. They have. To see them be so high and mighty, they look like the, they look like the 2016 Rams. Their first year back in L.A. That's what they look like this season. Seriously. And you have to ask yourself, What's next with Matthew Stafford? Is he going to be the same quarterback next season? Is he going to be 2021 Matthew Stafford? Is Cooper Cup going to be the same player? You know, who knows? Cam Akers has been terrible at running back. I mean, there's a lot of running backs on the market next or going into next season. After the season, there's a lot of running backs on the market. The Rams should look at one. There's a lot of good, there's a lot of good running backs that are free agents. You know, if you're the Rams, you have to look at guys like Josh Jacobs. You know, even my guy Tony Pollard's a free agent, but I hope, I hope my Cowboys, you know, throw the bag at him, honestly. I really hope so. But he's available. Montgomery's available. A lot of guys out there that are available, and the Rams should definitely look at. That's what I would do from the Rams. That's what I would do. But with this game right here, I think the Seahawks will definitely bounce back in a big way. I think they're going to torch the Rams in this game. And they should be pissed off. Losing the last two games, they were very winnable. They should be pissed off. I think Geno's going to have a really good game. I think their defense is going to have a really good game too. And they really should against this Rams offense. And I got the Seattle Seahawks bouncing back in a big way with a big win in L.A. So next game right here, we have the Miami Dolphins taking on the San Francisco 49ers. Now, honestly, this game could be on Sunday night. This this game honestly should be on Sunday. Or even the next game we're going to talk about should be on Sunday night. Let's just be real. You know, um, with the Miami Dolphins, man, 8-3 this season. They've won five games in a row. They're coming off blowing out the Houston Texans. Well, not really blowing. They beat by 15 points. But they beat the Houston Texans. They beat the Houston Texans back on Sunday. San Francisco 49ers are coming off shutting out the New Orleans Saints 13 to nothing. Very surprising, honestly. I will be real on that one. The 49ers have one of the best defenses in the league, if not the best defense in the league, if you want to be real. 
This is going to be a really good game. This is honestly going to be a really good game. I actually am looking forward to this one. This, are, this should definitely be a really good game to watch. And I think the Dolphins are very capable of winning this game. But, man, it's just the 49ers, though, with Jimmy G and that defense. Let's see how 2-1 and company do against them. You know, you got a lot of experience out there on that 49ers defense. You know, they went to the Super Bowl a couple years ago. They were in the championship game last year. That's a lot of experience. They've been very good this season. I don't think they've allowed 20 points at all this year. I don't believe they have. I'll pull up the 49ers schedule real quick. I don't think they've given up 20 points or more this whole season. I don't think they have. You know, we know the Dolphins' offense is very lethal. Their offense is very lethal. Let's see the 49ers' defense right here. Okay, what? I I am totally wrong on that one. Oh, my gosh. So, in two games this year, the 49ers have allowed 20 points or more. So, my my fault on that one. They allowed 28 points to the Falcons. I can't, I forgot they lost to the Falcons. I forgot about that one. And they did lose to the Chiefs. They got blown out by the Chiefs. So, my fault on that one. That's, that's on me. So, they have given up 20 points or more in two games this year. In two games. But in three games, though, these last three games, though, the 49ers have only allowed 23 points, which is very, very good. Very, very good. But now you're facing, a, I would say, an elite offense in the Miami Dolphins. I would say their offense is very elite. Two has really proved me wrong. Tyree Kill's played good. Waddle's played good. Gasecki's played good. Overall, the whole offense has done their part. So with this game right here, man, it is a tough one. The Dolphins are very capable of winning this game. Mike McDaniel was on the 49ers staff the last couple of years, so I'm sure he wants to he, I'm sure he's the one that wants to win this game the most, obviously. Damn, this one is very tough. But in the end, it's Jimmy G. He wins games. That 49ers defense. This could be a trap game for the Dolphins, honestly. I think the 49ers defense gets them a little bit. And in the end. I got to go with the 49ers. This one over the Dolphins. I'm hoping that Dolphins win this game because I want to see the magical run continue. Which, even if they lose this game, they're going to be fine, honestly. In my honest opinion, I think they will be fine. But in the end, though, I got the 49ers beating the Dolphins. And here's another game that could be on Sunday night. We have the Kansas City Chiefs and the Cincinnati Bengals. So the Chiefs coming off beating the Rams back on Sunday. The Bengals coming off beating the Titans just like they did back in the playoffs in January. And this is a rematch right here from the AFC Championship. Except this game made in Kansas City. It's in Cincinnati. So, you know, the Chiefs, they definitely want redemption after what happened back in January in the championship game. This is going to be a fun one. This might be the best game of the week. Mahomes and Burrow definitely showed out in the championship game last season back in, the, back in January. I think they'll definitely show out in this one as well. Whew, it's a tough one. It honestly is a tough one. This is like one of the most toughest games to pick this week. I really don't know, honestly. It's very, very difficult. Very, very difficult to pick this game. I mean, like I said, we know the Chiefs got redemption on their mind. That's the obvious thing right there. That's the obvious thing right there. They have redemption on their minds. Bengals are riding high from beating the Titans. I think we're going to see a really good football game here on Sunday. Can the Bengals sneak one out? I think they could. But in the end, I think the Kansas City Chiefs are going to get redemption. 
and they're going to beat the Cincinnati Bengals here on Sunday. And now getting to our last 4 o'clock game, we have an AFC West matchup between the L.A. Chargers and the Las Vegas Raiders. So the Chargers are coming off, beating the Arizona Cardinals back on Sunday. It was close. It shouldn't have really been that close against this Cardinals team, but in the end, the Chargers were able to snap their two-game losing streak. They got a huge win in Arizona. And I just want to say this real quick. I want to spend a moment to talk about Emmanuel Acho, who said that Justin Herbert is a social media quarterback. I don't know what he's getting at by saying that. I, I honestly have no idea. I don't know what he's got against Justin Herbert. It just seems like it just seems like he's just being a straight up hater for no reason. You know, I I'm not understanding why he doesn't like Herbert at all. It just doesn't really make much sense. It just was kind of like out of the blue where he said that Herbert's a social media quarterback. It just didn't really make much sense. I mean, with the charge right here, the reason why the reason why they have five losses, you really can't blame Herbert all that much. It's really been their defense. The Chargers' defense has completely sold them this season. I mean, Herbert's had his mistakes, but he's the least of the Chargers' problems this year. Brandon Staley's a terrible fucking head coach. He should have been fired for what he did against Vegas back in January last season. He just, he's not a good head coach. It's simple as that. He should have been fired for what he did right there. He should have been fired after that game. And the Chargers defense really has not been that great this season. Despite all the weapons they have out there, they really haven't been that great. J.C. Jackson, before he got hurt, was playing like shit. They just haven't been all that good, honestly. That's just me being real. But now you're facing a Raiders team right here that's won back-to-back games, you know, beating the Broncos. And then beating the Seahawks both games in overtime. So you're coming off a Raiders team that's won back-to-back games in OT. I think it'll be a good game, honestly. The way the Raiders are playing now, how they should have been playing the start of the season. I think we will see a good game. But in the end, right here, I think the Chargers will continue to ride high. I got them over the Raiders. I think Herbert's going to have a great game. I think Derek Carr is going to have a great game. I think we're going to see a very high-scoring game between these two teams. But in the end, the Chargers, I think, I think they'll win this game. And they really should. They lose this game. Would you do? Would you do everybody a favor? Would you do everybody a fucking favor and get rid of Stanley, please? Do yourself a favor. Do everybody a fucking favor. Do all the poor Charger fans a favor. Get rid of this goofball, honestly. Get get him out. Get him the fuck out. Save yourself the fucking embarrassment. But now getting to the Sunday night game right here for this week, we have the Indianapolis Colts taking on my Dallas Cowboys. So the Colts coming off losing on Monday night to the Steelers two nights ago. And my Cowboys coming off beating the Giants on Thanksgiving last week. So last, last time these two teams played in Jerry's world, the Cowboys did blow out the Colts. But last time overall, the Cowboys played the Colts. The Colts did shut us out. That was back in 2018 at Lucas Oil Stadium. So with this game right here, the Dallas Cowboys should win this game. My Dallas Cowboys should win this game. They should overall win the next three games and be 11-3 going in at home against Philly on Christmas Eve. Let's be real. They, they really should. You should not lose to the Colts. You should not lose to the Texans. And you should not lose to the Jags. The Colts could give you a fight because Matt Ryan could just step it up. Same thing with Jonathan Taylor. Those two guys could really just step it up, honestly. Let's be real. The Colts' defense hasn't been all that bad. So their defense does scare me a little bit. Their defense is not that bad. Their offense... The way they played this whole season, they've been very inconsistent. You got to take advantage of them. You have to. And when the Texans come to town, I mean, let's be real. No matter what, if they beat Cleveland or not, 
you gotta beat them. You do. You seriously do. You really have to. And we know that OBJ will be visiting the Cowboys once again next Monday. So we'll see if that's when he gets signed. We'll see what happens, though. I'll definitely talk about it when he does get signed, no matter who it's with, whether it's with the Cowboys or the Giants or the Bills. So we'll definitely talk about it when it happens. With this game right here, I think my Dallas Cowboys should win this game. They have not won on Sunday night at all this year. They lost to Tampa in September and lost to um, Philly in October. Did not play on Sunday night last month. Or excuse me, this month, I should say. We're still in November. We're not in December just yet. Tomorrow we will be. I think my Cowboys should win here on Sunday over the Colts. I got them winning. And honestly, it should be a blowout. I'm expecting it. So hopefully my expectations are fucking correct right here. And our last game of the week on Monday night, we have an NFC South matchup. We have the New Orleans Saints and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The Saints are coming off getting shut out by the San Francisco 49ers. The Bucs are coming off losing an OT to the Cleveland Browns. Very surprising, honestly, because the both teams are coming off bad losses. The Saints getting shut out and just the Bucs losing in overtime to the Browns. That's just, I, I have no words for that. I honestly have, like, zero words for that shit. I got zero, none. So, basically, you want to think about it, the Saints season is really on the line. The Bucs season, not as much. Obviously, the Bucs need this win. Both teams need this win. But the Saints, I would say, need it the most when you want to think about it. When you want to think about it, they're the ones that need it the most. Because they lose, I think they're done after that. I will say that. If they do lose this game, they're done. They're done. The Bucks lose. I wouldn't. I'm not gonna say they're done, but they're still very much in it. Obviously, they could still be in first place even if they lose. Let's be real. Uh, this game right here, I think it's gonna suck. Let's be real. I think it's gonna suck this game. I don't think the Saints will get shut out in this game. I just don't think it's gonna be good. Let's be real, honestly. I just think it's gonna suck completely. I think it's gonna be very low scoring. I mean, the Bucks beat the Saints back in uh, September. Beat them. Was it 20 to 10? I mean, overall, that game was whatever. I think this game will just be whatever as well. I think it'll be lower than it was in September. That's really saying something. I just That's how I see it, honestly. That's just how I see this game. But in the end, though, I'm not going to bet against number 12, Thomas Edward Patrick Brady. Or Patrick Edward Jr. I don't, I don't fucking know what's his whole name. I don't fucking know. Go ahead, Skip Bayless. Um... <laughs> But with this matchup right here, this NFC South matchup, I got the Tampa Bay Bucks. I got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers ending Week 13 strong with a big bounce back win over the New Orleans Saints. Now let's go over my predictions right here, guys. Bills versus Patriots, I have the Bills. Steelers versus Falcons, I have the Steelers. Packers versus Bears, I have the Packers. Uh, Jags versus Lions, I have the Lions. Jets versus Vikings, I have the Jets. Commanders versus Giants, I have the Giants. Titans versus Eagles, I have the Eagles. Broncos versus Ravens, I have the Ravens. Browns versus Texans, I have the Texans. Seahawks versus Rams, I have the Seahawks. Dolphins versus 49ers, I have the 49ers. Chiefs versus Bengals, I have the Chiefs. Uh, Chargers versus Raiders, I have the Chargers. Colts versus my Cowboys, I have my Cowboys. And Saints versus Bucks, I have the Bucks. 
But all right, guys. I hope you guys enjoy this episode right here. And the next time I'll talk to you guys will be most likely... Actually, it'll be on Monday to review my Dallas Cowboys take on the Colts. I will not be able to watch that game on Sunday because I'll be at the Islanders game tonight. So I'll catch up on the highlights and talk about that and break down the highlights and what I saw right there. But all right. Hope you guys enjoy this episode. And the next time I'll talk to you guys will be on Monday. We'll talk about the Colts versus my Dallas Cowboys. It, may, it might be a part two episode. That's if OBJ signs. So we'll see what happens there. But all right, guys. Hope you guys enjoy this episode. Enjoy the rest of your week. And I'll talk to you guys on Monday. Talk to you then.